Welcome back to the second season of the original box set Shadowrun podcast. We're excited to bring you back to the story of our runners, and we can't wait to share what's in store for them this time around. We kick off this season with Odysseus and Alan Parsons as they work together to find out more information on a string of disappearances. One wants to find his missing friend. The other wants to find closure in a case gone wrong. Our GM is Max. Odysseus is played by John, and Alan Parsons is played by Robin. So we're doing some side story. Uh, I will let John take it away because it's his story. So, John, what are we going to be doing tonight? Last we left off, uh, I had just uh, turned in a uh, werewolf to another werewolf who is also a police officer after an epic rooftop battle in the rain mm-hmm. that started off uh, really well and then quickly um, went downhill and then uh, went off the side of the building. Oh, yeah. I th- Well, I think for starters, uh, I never did go uh, by to collect my reward. Okay. Unless, unless you remember otherwise, because I still have it in my notes to pick up 5k reward. Yes, you had spoke to the detective and asked him how to get it, and he told you the procedures to go down to the station and pick it up. Okay. And he'd make sure to mention your name. Maybe he gave you a receipt or something like that. I, I doubt there's a receipt for, hey, I caught this guy. <laughs> it's, a, it's an IOU. Yeah. Knight Errant owes you money for beating up a werewolf. Yeah. Of course, they're not going to say he's a werewolf. They're going to say he's a drug user. Right. Well, you know, it's they got to keep it under wraps. Yeah. They don't want the general public to know that they have a werewolf problem. Yeah, because uh, that might be terrible. People might, might actually hunt them in the streets and stuff. and you know, Innocent bystanders might be killed. Witch hunt kind of stuff. Yeah, people might... Uh, start asking experts stupid questions at nightclubs. <laughs> oh, wait, that's me. Oh. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to let it be you. Okay, uh, well, um, I guess I'll, uh, I'll go do that. Um, go down to the precinct and collect my reward because uh, I have bills to pay. Sure, not a problem. I don't see any need for dice rolling involved in that, so... How much was it again? Uh, it was 5k New Yen. That's pretty awesome. Actually, is really awesome. Uh, yeah. What, what's your charisma? It's a two now. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make you do any like charisma negotiations roll to get your to get paid. Um, the knight errant officers who you speak with, they had a chance to speak with O'Halloran and. They give you 5K onto a cred stake. Are they going to put this on Joseph Green? Yeah. So it's going to go through Dynabank International if you want to attach it to your Joseph Green sin. Oh, yeah, I think that's fine. You're going to go ahead and forward that over to uh, paying off more on the Dust Beer Garden? Um, Or it's just like, let's let the auto pay roll off. Yeah, I'm just going to let it auto pay. Yeah, because uh, I don't want to pay too much forward and then not have enough for something that comes up, so... Yes. 
making sure you got enough to cover all your bills while at the same time just covering the minimal monthly payments. <laughs> exactly. Causing your, your debt to increase. Well, you know, I'm not a I'm not a, a, a an accountant, so. Sure, you are. You account for every bullet you fire. <laughs> well, most of them. I at least try to make sure they go on target. Yes. I I don't, the only counting I do is to make sure that uh, I know how many are left in my clip, though. There you go. Um, so let's see. Uh, I get my reward. And if it's all in the same day, that would put this in the early morning because it was late at night when you were yeah. at the club. Yeah. Well, oh, man. So I think that actually I would have gotten some sleep before I went down the precinct. Okay. Um, at least um, washed off the, uh, the Seattle rain and uh, garbage and gutter juice that got on me when I fell into the alleyway. Gutter juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, I would have I would have gone back to my apartment and got cleaned up and probably slept before I went down to the precinct. Cool. Uh, Alright, so, so we're past that. It's probably noon-ish. When you're done, you've got 5k in your pocket. Yeah, I, I don't feel like I'm any closer to um, to finding out uh, what happened to... Um, oh no, I am closer to finding out what happened to Yi. Because I know that guy number two, who is a member of the Tong, uh, was picking up the target girls. Yes. And taking them. So... I need to see if I can track him down now. Yes. Okay. But you never got a name for him? No, I just have guy number two. Yep. Well, yep. you know where someone is who would know his name. He's currently in lockup. So if you could get in and maybe interrogate, what is his name, Polly? Oh yeah, Polly, Polly the werewolf. Do you, so I guess um I guess if I I don't know if uh, Detective Ahalaron would be kind enough to let me um, interrogate the witness. You can always give him a call and ask. I think I will. All right. Thank you for calling. Unfortunately, I am away from my phone or device, and I am busy or sleeping. Uh, I work night shift. Thank you. Leave message. Bye. Uh, Detective O'Halloran, it's Joseph Green. Uh, I was just hoping to uh, talk to you briefly and, uh, and make a request. Uh, please uh, get back with me when you can. All right. So reaching out to the detective, he is not available, and you've left him a message. It could be hours or days before he gets back to you. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, what is it? Soy wiser time? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if it's about lunchtime, it's uh. Well, no, I think uh. Hope, hopefully, it's not soy wiser time because I think that uh. 
Hans has better beers than that on tap. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure he does. A bunch of craft beers as well as some fresh brewed stuff. Uh, he gets imports. He's got some good domestics. And he tries to avoid the synthetic or fake crap. Yeah. So I think I'll have some of the good stuff. Um, just just the one stein, though, because, you know, I don't want to eat into the business profits too much. So uh, you hook up with Hans at the beer garden and get some grub. And what does Odysseus have planned for himself tonight? You know, um, since, I, since I'm not sure if uh, O'Halloran will even get back to me or let me in to talk to Polly the werewolf. I might need to uh, get a, a second detective looking for guy number two. Okay. I think I might give Alan a call. All right. Yes. Alan. It's uh, Odysseus. Ah, uh, yes. What do you need? Uh, well, I um, I have a, uh, I have a person. I need some more information on. Yeah, I've got uh, pictures, and I know he's a uh, initiated member of the Tong, but I don't have much else to go on, except for uh, he he knows a guy named Polly who's currently being held by Night Errant. Okay. Like I said, meet me at the downtown station. I'll, I'll be there as soon as I can. Alright. The downtown precinct is, uh, you've seen it from a distance. It looks like a rather spiffy building. Okay. It's also connected to the, uh, like a jail cell, a, not a jail cell, but a jail right there in downtown as part of uh, retention of criminals. And it's not too far from the mage cage. <laughs> All right. So you are both heading to downtown. It is a seven story building offset by itself, surrounded by luscious green trees. There is a massive canopy that covers the walkway, providing a rain-free environment. There are cameras on everything. Everything. There are drones flying in and out of the building. There's uh, helipads on the top for B2Ls and helicopters. There are gobs and gobs and gobs of police all over the place. The good old boys in their KE uniforms, all spiffy and clean. They're walking up and down the sidewalks. They're jumping into cars. It is the most cop-infested area you, some of you have ever been in. Oh, actually, I take that back. Alan goes to these places all the time. Mm -hmm. So the in, outside of the building has scrolling signs that let you know what's going on as far as it goes for, like, if any major arrests have been made or 
you know, what's going on as far as it goes for the police department's important messages. When you get inside, the whole building has a, a like several levels. You've got beautiful artwork on the walls as well as like uh, the decor is really well laid out. They put a lot of money into making this place look nice. Uh, every, the front desk has the so the floor is that uh, it's like a black and white marble floor there's the front desk which is black and white marble as well the police officers sitting behind it have like crisp clean uniforms there's two glass elevators off to one side hall that goes down a distance you can't see where it's going but then there's offices off to one side people in uniforms bustling about as well as in civilian clothing so uh everyone in here is carrying a gun and your uh and odysseus's natural Oshitometer is registering just above a six for the entire feel of the room. Um, especially since uh, I didn't bring a weapon because I knew I was coming to a police station. Oh, damn, you didn't bring a weapon. Yeah, we're, we're raising like 6.5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Alan's walking in with some donuts. Oh, oh. <laughs> An extra <laughs> dice on negotiations. <laughs> so... You walk in, the front area is about 30 yards worth of open space. You notice that the front door has been designed with two pinch points, Odysseus, that would be make it difficult to actually siege the front door. You can tell that the counter that the desk sergeants are sitting behind is reinforced, and you can only assume that they have some sort of access to uh, some tactical weaponry, especially if like a full-on assault took place here. Um, the two pinch points make you feel uneasy. The open areas that you move through, you realize that there are hidden turrets in the ceiling that could easily pop out. They're visible, they're not something that's disguised. And the amount of cameras around here. As you walk by, without even questioning, a voice from nowhere says, Welcome, Joseph Green. Welcome, Alan Parsons. All right, yeah, this... Oh, man. Walking up to the sergeant's desk, one of them stands up. Hello. How are you, Mr. Parsons? Indeed. Uh, would I know this? He's got a name tag, but would I know this guy? Um, Derek Farrell. He is a uh, orc from uh, a more section of Seattle who's definitely moved up in the ranks from where he came from so he's very proud of himself and when you use his name he smiles how can I help you Mr. Parsons I hear you have a member of one of the tongs in your cells a Mr. Polly we need to speak to him the sergeant stops for a moment, raises his hand, and starts playing around with mid-air like casting magic. I need you to make a charisma plus negotiation roll. I'll give you an extra dice for bringing the donuts, and I'll even give you an extra dice for remembering his name. And I'm wearing my nice suit, so... Oh, yeah, give yourself... Two, uh, four extra dice. Four extra dice. There we go. <laughs> Damn. All right. He waves his fingers around like casting a magic spell as he plays around in AR. He goes, Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. This guy calls himself the Wolfman. What a scumbag. He's got several outstanding warrants. Let me see what we have him at. Oh, we have him here in holding. 
You need to speak with him about something. Uh, maybe a case you're working on? Yes, it is. A uh, bit of a uh, pickup money. Got it. He remembers, we're gonna see if he remembers you. I don't think his memory's gonna be an eight. We're gonna give him six. Four, so he remembers you. He immediately pulls out a tablet from underneath the counter, plays with the stuff in the air, plays with the tablet, which jumps to life. He hands it over. Here you go, Mr. Parsons. If you could fill out the necessary information, we can get you logged in to speak with him. Excellent. I make sure I switch off the AR. Yeah, the tablet, he's handing you a tablet because it's not an AR. He remembered you. You spew out a missing persons case that you recently worked on just because it's a number that you know off the top of your head. Add some names. What name do you put for your guest? Um, I put down Joseph Green because that way... Making something up would be more suspicious than... Even with eight successes on your negotiation, he might still scrutinize things. And you can see that he might actually be scrutinizing you guys right now. But he smiles and generally takes the information you put in, files it away, thanks you both very much, and then hands you a, a smaller tablet, which is no more bigger than a smartphone, and says, Thanks, Mr. Parsons. Just follow the tom-tom. It will get you where you need to go. I hope you find the guy. So I keep it. And then I I start following the tom-tom. Excellent. Walking through these beautiful halls, there are fake plants every once in a while. You notice they actually do have a little garden in the center of the building where you can go eat lunch and do stuff. It's pretty awesome looking. You find you pass by a cafeteria where detectives and officers are uh, eating lunch. You even get a chance to uh, be zipped by as a police officer um, uh, in, you know, it's an officer in police garb goes running by at incredible speeds, like some sort of magic is enhancing his running. Wandering through the building, you make it to the back end, you find a sliding sidewalk that takes you over and over another cover from one building to the next. You get over there, and as soon as you get toward the door, your little smartphone thingy changes from an arrow to a list of information. It begins making beeping noises, and the door opens up for you guys. And you walk into one of the most secured jails in Seattle. The door shut behind you. Odysseus, your meter just jumped to seven and a half. You're now in a locked building filled with cops and criminals without a single weapon. It's okay, I've got uh, Detective Parsons. As soon as you get past the big doors, the tom-tom returns to being nothing more than an arrow. You walk through some metal detectors. Who has any weapons on them? Alan just brought his collapsible staff. Okay. And that's made out of wood, right? Or is that metal? That's metal, I figured, since it's collapsible. Do you have... Are you registered as a mage? Yes. Okay. Being registered, now, are you licensed to cast magic? Yes. Okay. They're not going to ask a question. They would accept that as some sort of necessary social... Mage Requirement, Yeah. And he didn't bring along a weapon, because... A firearm, because... 
he's familiar with the procedures and whatnot. And on honesty, even if something did happen, the first thing that would pop up if the cops decided to cause problems or you decided to cause problems, the first thing person to get shot is going to be Alan because he's a mage. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And they know it. Sorry. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Following the TomTom, the officers at the facility are, hi, how you doing? Nice to see you, detective. They give you guys a quick pat down. Mm -hmm. If you've got no necessary contraband that they're going to find, I'm not worried dice nope nope no i mean i have a i have a pack of cigarettes pack of cigarettes that's something that can be considered contraband all right let's see logic we'll give them a three skills we'll give them a four let's see a seven they have an idea of the stuff they're looking for they haven't done like a soft scan on you or anything so we're gonna give them eight dice pack of cigarettes is going to require Three successes to find. Doesn't find the cigarettes on you. Excellent. You head down the halls. Did you want to say anything to the officers? Um, Alan will greet them as as he meets them. Just very politely. But making it clear he's making it clear non-verbally. He's not here to socialize. He's here on business. So walking quickly. Moving forward, having your body arched in a way so that you're constantly in that forward-moving action, you know? Yes, yes. The key to the door is the TomTom smart device in your hand. Once you get up the door, it's going to give you an option to unlock the door. The TomTom changes from a flashing arrow to a big red button. I look at it, nod at a dis- Ellen looks at it, nods at a dis- and hits the button. As soon as it opens, he enters. So you guys are walking into a room. It's divided in half by this wall. And on the other side of the wall is Polly. The door will shut behind you, and you're in a private cell with Polly. Most likely, what's in here is going to be recorded. So there's a worry there. There's also a possibility that, you know, you could finagle people just to lose the file, or maybe it just doesn't matter. I think I'll finagle people as necessary. So you open the door, plexiglass wall, there's Polly. He's sitting there watching the door in confusion. You guys walk in and go. Um, does he recognize me from last night? Uh, he seems confused and bewildered. Okay. Polly, we're looking for some people. And I'm pretty sure you know where they are. He stares at you, remaining silent. There's an option on the TomTom to bring the wall up if you want to. Just letting you know what you have access to. If you want to get to him physically. By the way, he's not handcuffed. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to take the wall down yet. Yet. <laughs> and Alan's going to smile slightly at the yet. <laughs> I don't know who the hell you guys are. What do you want from me? Uh, well, Polly, um, you met a man at Howl at the Moon last night and directed him to pick up a certain individual that was there. I want to know who he is and where he took her. 
Can I make like an intimidation roll? Yes. And Alan's going to stand at the background with the tom-tom slightly and his hand, his finger hovering over the button, making it clear that he's just waiting for a signal. Okay. And intimidation plus charisma? Yes. Okay. Uh, One success. Polly looks confused. Even with your threats, he stares for a moment, looks to the ground, and looks at you. I'm not afraid of you. I'm the freaking Wolfman. I could take both of you on. So, uh, do you remember falling off the building last night? Yeah. Yeah, now I'm starting to remember who you are. He's no longer hunkered down. He's now starting to stand up. And, uh, with a sweaty palm smacks it onto the glass, leaving a smear stain. And he's just like, I tore you up last night, and I could tear you up again. Um, I'm gonna, you know, look over myself, uh, you know, like, looking for wounds that he may have given me. I don't think the, he actually hurt me, though. No, actually, you dodged... Yeah. Almost every, You dodged every one of his attacks, save for the last one. But I'd like to point out that man fell off a three-story building. You were on top of him, and he's now standing up like he's got no problem. Yeah, I know. Um, but still, I'm not intimidated, so I'm looking for my own injuries. And like, really, I don't see, I don't see any, uh, any cuts, any bruises. How bad did you tear me up last night? His face contorts in weird kind of ways, and he's like looking around. He goes, "Ah, I was a." Vicious fight. I remember shredding you. <laughs> I must be a pretty quick healer then. Not as fast as me. Yeah, well, one of us is on the right side of this glass. All right. So um, it looks like Polly isn't really willing to give up information with that measly intimidate that you attempted. Yeah. Maybe you need to go a different route. I mean, there's always I can fall back on Kama Sutra, but he's a little sweaty. And a little overweight. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. Is that he have like a bald patch too? Yeah. Yeah. And he's still wearing the same clothes that he was wearing last I mean he's got no shoes on. I don't know. I'm gonna so I'm gonna um walk back to Alan. Um, and whisper, maybe it's time for a little good cup, but like whisper it really, really quietly. Cause like, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not an, an interrogator necessarily. No, but Alan might be. Yeah. Well, first I'm going to cast, uh, analyze truth on myself. Okay. What does this spell do? Thing, but basically allows me to tell, detect falsehoods. Okay. All right. So you got five successes, but your limit is four. Yep. So four of those count. Now your drain is, yes. It was just drain. That's willpower. Then I resist drain. Yes, you do. And then I over to the window and say... You don't know who I am, but I can, I can arrange for your stay here to be 
ple bit more pleasant than otherwise. If you answer some questions. He seems to be interested in what you're saying. He doesn't seem to be aggressively prancing around. He's mostly making eye contact with Odysseus. Let's make negotiations plus charisma. And remember, you have uh, your nice suit on. Three successes. You can make that happen, he says, in response to your... Offer. Yes. Yes, I, I can arrange for that. The wolfman snarls at Alan and says, All right. I will arrange for it after I get, get the information. Fay Cow, that's his name. I work with him every once in a while. Yeah, and when he says that, uh, I use the analyzed truth. All right, he is telling the truth. You got four okay. successes on it. You only needed one. So that at least determines the truth in that statement. You can do that at least three more times. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to... Uh, then he's going, to, he's going to nod, then ask, and where m might we find this uh, fake owl? There's a... Um construction yard he works at during the day called Patterson Fletcher over on uh, Watson Street. The building some condominiums and uh, he's one of the pourers and he does some other electrical work or something like that. That's the shit he does during the day. So you can find him there if you want to bother him right now. Maybe he's working today. I don't know what day it is. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Probably not going to be working on the weekends and at night? Uh, he does it whatever Mr. Tassau tells him to do. So, unless Tassau calls me, I don't know what uh, Fakau is doing. Uh, and that was the... I analyzed truth on both of those, so... Yes, he. you've got some good successes. Both of you will know that uh, the name what Mr. Tassau is, if you make a organized crime rule, you just need one success. Okay. Two successes. Um, can I use street knowledge with a tongue specialization instead of uh, organized crime? Yes. Two successes. Yes, with that, you guys know Mr. Tassau is one of the local tongue leaders. He's a vanguard, one of the operations officers. So there's the leader top of the tongue, and then there's the next step down, which is another rung of officers, and he is like second in line from the top. So most of the people that you've been dealing with were 49ers and Blue Lanterns. This guy's like two steps up. Okay. I've been just kind of hanging back in the background, um, taking his birds and stuff, uh, but I'll step forward now and, uh, and say... Who was the third person in your group chat? Answer the man. That was the person that spoke in English, right? No, I think that he was the one uh, in, in Mandarin, I think. He says... I answered his question. I told you who I was spotting and who I was working 
I didn't promise any other answers. You want more from me? You're gonna have to offer more. And he gives you another bird. Starts hitting the glass. Ha ha ha! Lean over. I pull a dishes over and ask, How badly do you want to know this answer? Don't have unlimited credit. Um, this is the last answer I feel I need. There won't be any more questions after this. All right. Make a charisma plus negotiations roll again. This time, I need you to match or succeed your previous charisma negotiations roll. Nope. Not going to do it. He says his name is Kwang Chin. Kwang Chin. And your spell alerts you to this is a lie. And you can find Kwang Chin off Zimmerman Lane. He normally works as a caterer out of the back of one of these meat trucks that deliver deli trays. And Alan just turns his back and goes to leave. Oh, I'm, I'm going to uh, pull out that pack of long holes that I have and, uh, and, and break the wrapper uh, and, and pull one out. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so let me get his dice together because now he's got to make resistance. <laughs> he stands his ground firm. He is not motivated by the cigarettes. You unpull the wrapper. You begin pulling out the first long haul. You can see he's just staring at you, baring his teeth, Urgh. and he's sweating. Pretty. Yeah, he's, you can see the beads of sweat appear on his head. He's fighting the desires for that smooth, delicious, smoky flavor. I lower it, plexiglass wall partly, just to let the smoke. Okay, I'm gonna make him make another willpower test, but because you lit it, I'm gonna make him lose a dice. One success. He gets, he starts sweating profusely, eyes dashing from left to right. He starts looking around and John, you can see he's starting to get that little foamy white bits around the edges of his lips, like from last night when you were fighting him. And he's just like, that ain't cool, man. That ain't cool. Fuck you, man. And he grabs the tiniest edge of that plexiglass real fast, reaches down, grabs a hold of it, and just starts having an aneurysm as he looks like he's trying to fight the hydraulic system behind that plexiglass to, to get at the cigarette. And he pulls hard enough that you'll hear a whine sound of the gears, the hydraulics. And he's able to reach his arm underneath quickly and try to and grab a hold of your ankle. That's about <laughs> as much length he's got. And he's salivating. He's gnashing and pressing his face up against the plexiglass, acting like a wild animal. Oh, oh, can I, um, can I stand on his hand? Yeah. Yeah, let's see. So it's agility and... You don't have to roll. He's a pinned individual. But what you do get is an extra two dice to in to intimidate him. Ooh, okay. I'll give you three dice because you're withholding uh, cigarettes from him. Excellent. Lee Ho. Lee Ho is her name. Lee Ho, she's the coordinator. She's an enforcer. Just give me the goddamn cigarettes. And as soon as he says the name... That's when Alan does the spe spell. It comes across as true. Lee Ho, you can find her at the Crazy Tiger. 
Not at Odysseus. Okay. I'll, um, bend down and, uh, I'll put my long haul out on his palm. And then push the, the rest of the pack underneath the... Uh, he will take the pack, cover it in, immediately take the, the one of them out and put it into the ashes of his burning hand and try to light it as he begins dragging as hard as he can. <laughs> He's a skilled individual when it comes to these kind of things, so I'm going to give him three dice. If he gets one success, he succeeds on relighting a cigarette off of the burning ashes in his hand. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Like a fiend. This is the guy who can walk up to a Walmart ashtray, pull one out, and it'll still be lit. Wow. Yeah, he he hovers over into a corner and begins just huffing it as quickly as he possibly can. And he pulls out another long hole to go ahead and light it after this one. He's going to go through the whole box this way. What do you guys want to do? I mean, I think we got what we came for. What was what was the name of that place? The something tiger? Crazy tiger. Crazy tiger. Yes. Uh, knowledge local. Uh, sorry, local knowledge plus uh, uh, logic. We'll let you know where that's at. Otherwise, you just need to make a computer search. Two successes. The crazy tiger is a tattoo parlor. Guess where it's at? I don't know. Chinatown. Oh. I've been there once. All right. So you guys are done. You've interrogated Polly, the wolfman. Mm-hmm. Seeing his levels of depravity. Mm-hmm. Now what do we want to do? Well, Alan's going to go and arrange for the two things he initially promised. <laughs> All right. So you guys are done in the police department, or did you want to do anything else? Sorry, I've spent enough time in the police station. I'm ready to. I'm ready to go console myself and be armed again. Okay. No arrangement of money was discussed between Alan and Odysseus for this services rendered. Yeah. This was almost like some sort of friendly gesture between friends. I meant to ask, but I forgot. Does that mean you should forget to pay? I, I, I don't know, Alan. Would this have cost me anything? Or do I just owe you something now? Uh, pay for the donuts and then we'll call it even for now. Alright. That's some cheap shadow running right there. That is awesome. <laughs> um, for now. Yeah. Well, again, it's almost a friendly gesture. It's Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so deduct around 50 yen, and that will cover donuts. Okay, I'll do that. So what? What's this? As as at the uh, entrance. So what's all this about? Um. Well, uh, an acquaintance of mine uh, went missing, um, and uh, it has uh, led me um, into an investigation of sorts into a string of other uh, disappearances. And at that, uh, Alan's eyes will sort of 
go cold, hard and cold. Indeed, um, if you need any more assistance, talk to me. I will do. I don't know, um... Actually, you know what? Um, I've got a whole file of information that I wouldn't mind you looking through. On, uh, on all the different missing persons. I, I, he'll sit, stand, think for a while, and say, 100 per day. And that's, and he knows that's incredibly cheap, but he thinks this is, this is connected to the whole Bunraku thing, so... He wants to get that solved. Alright, I will, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a deal. Um, uh, do you want to come back to your beer garden now and pick up the file, or do you want to stop by later? Stop by later. Alright, I'll, um... I'll leave it with Hans, uh, at the bar, just in case I'm not around. Very well. And he sticks out a hand. Alright, I'll shake it. Assuming that's what it was for. Yes. <laughs> no, it was for you to practice your ju- <laughs> Jujitsu. <laughs> Alright, um... Well, uh, that was uh, that was a little too friendly for me, so I'm gonna head back to my bike now. I don't say that. Well, I mean, if your character was, you know, that would that yeah, that's definitely out of character. Yeah. To say, all right, well, that was too friendly, and I'm heading back to my bike. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You two separate and go your different directions. I'm assuming later, Alan's going to show up to. Their beer garden and uh, pick up the file in question. Yes, yes. Thanks for listening to the original box set Shadowrun podcast. Our runners will pick up where we left off next week. In the meantime, you can connect with us via Facebook or YouTube to check out actual play videos of the original box set playing Shadowrun and other tabletop RPGs. You can also swing by our website at OriginalBoxSet.com and check out our gaming calendar, additional information about our games, and images that inspire our worlds and characters. And if you're enjoying our work, please consider becoming a patron over at Patreon.com slash OriginalBoxSet so that we can continue to bring you this podcast as well as other great actual plays and entertainment. Today's featured music is titled Epic Song from Alpha Brutal, and trust me, the whole song is pretty epic, so check it out. We'll catch you next week, chummers. Now for all this legal dreck. Original box set is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership over the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to Original Box Set, that's us, to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Original Box Set in any official capacity whatsoever. Oh my goodness, that's so much. 
Okay, bye.